everyone, and welcome to Fear Bliss. It's the horror podcast for queers with fears. My name is Ashton, but you can call me Silky. And these are my friends. Hi, I'm Psy Delta, and my hobby is reading Wikipedia pages of horror movies so that I can watch them without uh, being terrified. <laughs> Hi, uh, me too. I'm back. Uh, it's me, Audrey. Uh, I'm your local cryptozoologist. Uh, back again. Hi. <sighs> Audrey again. Yay, Audrey. You'll, we love Audrey. <laughs> you guys will be free of me next week. Don't worry. Oh, no. So uh, today, know? on an extra spooky episode of Fear Bliss, um, because it is the season, we're going to be talking about Halloween. Yeah. And Halloween memories. The best holiday of the year. Hell yeah. Yes. The, the formative days of our youth Um. All the way up to, I don't know, whatever we've been doing for Halloween for the last couple of years. I mean, unless that sucks and you guys don't want to talk about that, but like... Uh, I've actually got, I've got quite a few stories from more recent Halloween seasons, so I'm I'm, I'm down to clown with cool, that. Cool, cool, cool. Sadly, uh, most of my Halloween experiences as an adult have mostly been uh, leaving candy on the front porch because uh, COVID. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, that. That sucks. Yeah. But, like... I wasn't talking that recent. Okay. Well, no, most of my experiences are, like, 18 and under. Okay, well... Yeah. We're, this is what the episode's about today. We're gonna talk about, like, Halloween nostalgia and all that. Just part of the reason that makes the season so great. Um, I have some prompts here to, to keep the, the conversation going. Um, but if it, you know, if it, it spirals wildly out of control, that's fine too. I don't, like, this episode doesn't need to have, uh, a super proper structure like some of the others have. So, yeah. Um, I thought a good place to start would be, like, what everybody's earliest Halloween memory they can recall is. Something from the way back years. Okay. I, if I, is it cool if I start first? Yeah, go for it. When I was, I think, five or six years old, I think six, first grade, uh, first Halloween costume that I can remember is being Wednesday Addams. I was obsessed with the Addams Family and Addams Family Values, like the movies, I was obsessed. Yes. You could not get me to stop watching them. Like, my top, th- my top three movies were Addams Family, Addams Family Values, and like, Arsenic and Old Lace for some reason. Like the old movie about murdering people. God, <laughs> God, you're... you were like that John Mulaney bit where he calls on the phone. And he's like, "Um, excuse me, do you have Adam's Family Values in yet?" That's like that's not a joke. I literally, I'm pretty sure the only reason that the library kept their copy of Arsenic and Old Lace is because I took it out every couple weeks. But God. I owned Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values, God. so that was fine. God, no, Delta, your parents really went and looked at you as a formative child when you were a child in your formative years and thought, God, this one's going to be a goth, isn't it? And they were damn right. So my first Halloween costume was Wednesday Adams, And, like, I, we, I lived in really small town, like, New Jersey, like, mm-hmm. One two thousand people in the whole town, like a hundred kids from pre K to eighth grade. So my class was five people, and I was one of two girls at the time. Not anymore. For reference, for listeners, I use he him yeah. pronouns. Uh, at the time, I was one of two girls. So it was like 
There was a kid who was dressed as a soldier. There was a kid who was dressed as, uh, like, uh, Darth Vader, I think. There was Batman. Then there was the girl who was princess. Just a generic, like, all pretty and pink princess. Yeah, and then yeah. there was Wednesday Adams. And Iconic. <laughs> and then being, like, the weird kid out for, for like, the school's Halloween party... That stuck with me, and I'm pretty sure that that created my entire future in that one that one day. Yeah, yeah. But that kind of spells out how your life is gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my earliest Halloween memory, um, I must have been three or four at the time, because this would have been past my brother's first birthday, and I can't do math. Um. So, I don't remember what my costume was, but I do remember what his first Halloween costume was. Um, so my earliest memory is they, my parents took both of us to the pumpkin patch, and they decided to dress my little baby brother up at the time. And, uh, he was, he was born super blonde, just like my mom, so he's had, you know, a little bit of hair, but you couldn't really see it, because it was so, like, clear, platinum blonde. Um... So what they did is they put him in a yellow shirt with a, a black, like, zigzag stripe, and they drew a little curly cue on his head, and he was Charlie Brown. That's Aww. so cute. It was That's a little adorable. tiny baby Charlie Brown, and they carried him around. Uh, and part of that was just because my dad loves the peanuts, so, like, obviously. Um, and yeah, I remember we still have some pictures from back then of... Little baby guy is Charlie Brown. Good. Okay. As for my earliest Halloween memory, uh, this one's going to be funny because it relies on like, okay, so my earliest Halloween memory, I think I was probably in kindergarten uh, at the time. And I told my mom, hey, I want to be a vampire this year for Halloween. And she told oh. me, uh, no, you were a vampire two years ago. <laughs> so, what? Oh, uh, I was confused oh about that because I didn't remember that. Uh, and you were a baby, and apparently, the year before, like the year before, I had actually been a bat for Halloween. They repurposed the the vampire costume from two years ago did some changes to it and turned into a bat costume. And here I was that year asking to be a vampire with no memory of the previous two years. And your mom was just like, enough is enough. Enough is enough, Audrey. We get it. You should have just kept it going. You should have just done like a two year cycle. That's the, maybe that's the vampire's natural life cycle. Yeah. Just human form, bat. Human form, bat. Yeah. Just take a, take a sabbatical as a bat every couple years or so. My God, it worked. So yeah, that's that's my earliest Halloween memory. Well, it's adorable. Earliest memory was about me not remembering previous Halloweens. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, now that you you mentioned like the 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 school thing, I realized that I've like missed a whole section in here about like Halloween memories specifically related to like what your school did for Halloween. Because, like, every school had different things they would do, right? And obviously, like, Audrey, some of ours are going to overlap because we went to school together Absolutely, for quite some time. Absolutely, yeah. 
Um, but I'm on the other coast. Yeah, maybe I have some different things. Yeah. So okay, Delta, you could you mention like the Halloween party thing, and like I suddenly have this like vivid memory of, and maybe you didn't do this because like you said your your school was really small. Um, we did Halloween parades at our school. Yes. Like, all the little kids would, like, they would all line up, and the parents would, would show up, and we would all walk down the hallways in our little costumes, and we'd, like, go through some of the classrooms, and, like... like after the parade go walks through your classroom, because there's, like, a front door and a back door to each of the classrooms, because it's all mm. open concept breezeways. After the parade finishes passing through... Your class would then get up and join the parade. Yeah. So it it gets through every single classroom uh, and collects every single kid. So by the end of it, you have seen everyone's Halloween costume in the entire school. That's really cute. Yeah, it, it was, was really cute. Always my favorite uh, part of Halloween when we were growing up at at uh, our elementary school. We didn't quite have a parade, but we had something, I guess, similar enough. Because our school was small enough, but we had, like, the school was small. There was a small amount of children, but we had a giant field right next to the school. So we were able to use that for, like, field day or big events, including Halloween. So every class would come to school dressed up. And it, this was, this was like, kindergarten to eighth grade for most of my, uh, for most of my elementary school career. So every class would go out, and then they would line up, and a lot of the classes were really small, because not a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you would line up, and then each grade would get, like, it would it would be, like, lines outside, so it would be kind of like a parade, because you'd all be marching through it to get to the lines, but you would actually, it was actually more of a costume contest, because mm-hmm. they had, like, little, they had little awards for each class, there was, like, first place, second place, whatever. Aww. I don't think I ever won. <laughs> Oh, it's possible I did, and I don't remember. Right. But all of all of all of my elementary school costumes were a little weird, or yeah. at least weird enough that they didn't that like they were like, let's give it to the kid who's a pretty princess, or let's give it to the kid with the working ghost face mask, which is the most deserving costume there ever was. God, uh, what does working mean? Oh, it uh, means face. like there's a little button, glowing eyes, yeah, glowing eyes, and also uh, not not a mask, but like underneath the like kind of cloak kind of deal mm-hmm. there was like a bodysuit with wor- like blood moving through it yeah okay, like, okay. So, like they pressed yeah. a button and it pushed blood through yeah there's a little okay, yeah, button yeah. connected to the mask that you that could kid. access from inside the cloak you hit the button and a shower of blood cleanses through the mask it was so yeah, that, cool, it was okay, really yeah. cool to like that- little first grade audrey <laughs> it was awesome yeah, that that makes sense. I think I probably saw something like that in my my life back when I used to like go out for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But just like you say, like working ghostface mask, and I'm like, but ghostface mask doesn't do anything in Scream. So, and then I remember <laughs> the fucking the the rights for the ghostface mask and the rights for the movie are like two completely different things because that mask yeah. existed before the movie. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Not that I'd know about it. I was born in 98. <laughs> I think I did win one year. <gasps> oh! But I want you to... But I, I'm, I'm not positive, but I want you to guess what my costume was. God. Uh... It was something that would appeal to a small, very white town <laughs> of a, with adult judges. 
who who decide that they're going to spend their Halloween going to the local elementary school and judging children. Uh, jeez. Uh, the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Cinderella. Really. What? One year I was Cinderella, and that was what that was Aww. what I like got complimented for. You're kidding me. You go year after year with these spooky costumes, and then you give up dresses Cinderella like, and they give you an award for it. This is I think this so. is just a lesson on this is how gender norms work, you guys. That's how gender norms work. God. It's it's, it's it, it you know what it was? It was prep supremacy. I was discriminated against for being baby goth. You don't even dress goth now, Delta. I don't even dress goth now. No. But like but, like, at the time, I was the weird goth kid by virtue of wearing, like, any black ever. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Or, like, going to school for Halloween as, like, Wednesday Adams or mm. Raven from Teen Titans or oh, Catwoman. Yeah. yeah, if you are remotely dark or have, like, the slightest of edge in that kind of environment, of course you're going to seem like a total goth. It's like it's like the, the scene from Mean Girls where Katie dresses really scary to the Halloween party because she's never celebrated Halloween before and she doesn't know mm-hmm. that, like, all of the other girls are going to dress sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the elementary school version of that, like... Pretty pretty much. Um, okay, so speaking of costumes, um, what are some of everybody's, like, favorite Halloween costumes that they've done? I mean, you've talked a lot about your your variety in costumes, Delta, but were there any mm-hmm. any ones from when you got older that you really enjoyed? Um, when I got older, I mostly started doing cosplays. Very so good. Like, Valid. Uh, I I don't remember a lot of the high of what I wore for high school, but I remember two out of the four years. First, I I got into Homestuck freshman year. Oh no! <laughs> and by sophomore year. Uh, my mother had, like, introduced me to some of her friends that were interested in Homestuck. So for Halloween, rather than trick-or-treating that year, she let me go out with her adult friends what? to dress up as Homestuck and cosplay at a Six Flags. What the fuck? Uh, like, I'd never met these people before, but they were my mother's friends, so it was fine. So we just, like, went to Six Flags, and I was dressed as, like, Mulan. Like a minor, a minor like character who shows up way later in the webcomic. You went but, to you went to Six Flags on Halloween with a bunch of strangers dressed as Homestuck characters. Yes, and they were all adults, and I was like fifteen or sixteen. Delta, I I think I was fifteen. I feel like there's a Tumblr text post out there describing someone spotting you in the wild. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at that point, I probably would have found it at that time, because I was on Tumblr and I was like obsessively always looking at uh, different things. But it would be so funny. God. But um, but no, because the problem was that we really rushed to make my cosplay because at the time, like the character was a troll, so I would need like gray face paint, and I was yeah. like, I don't want to do that because I've heard all the horror stories about gray face paint. It'll smear on everything. It'll mm-hmm. suck to wear. No, I'll just do a human version of this minor character. Oh. And so I and so I just went like human version, no horns, no gray face paint. But then like at we we'd made like a press on like iron press on for the shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh but we we were rushed because it was the day of and we had to get to Six Flags. So when we pulled it off, only like half of it stuck. 
Oh no. And so last minute I ended up turning it into a like brunch style human stuck minor character cosplay. I was a use upon a use because we had we had like under plans. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you gotta work with what you got. Yeah, I I think I had I, to work with it. Real yeah, fast. I I think I did kind of a similar thing during um middle school when I was like obsessed with My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. This was like during like the first two seasons of it before it got kind of like really fan servicey and I that makes it sound like My Little Pony got sexy, but like you know what I mean. They started like <laughs> catering to the brownies or whatever. Yeah. Um but I was uh I was Pinkie Pie uh for i think it was like eighth grade um and i just remember i had like a pink skirt on which i think i still own and like uh, a pink tank top i think i had something where i like painted her cutie mark on it but it was really like badly done and i can't remember if i had a wig or i just like curled my hair no i think i curled my hair and i tried to use that like spray in hair dye stuff to make it pink oh, and it only sort of work. That always sucks. That's like it's bad. Yeah, and I I just remember too that I put on like the most mascara I've ever put on in my life because in that show they have like giant eyelashes. Um and I thought <laughs> I looked really cute, but I probably looked kind of silly. So same year I think that yeah, no, same year that you did that. Mm-hmm. I had the wonderful idea that on Halloween, I was going to dress up as a vending machine. Oh my god, I I feel, I just unlocked that memory, Audrey. (laughs) You're saying that I just unlocked the memory of you at the Halloween dance dressed as a vending machine. Yeah, I, I... At the Halloween dance? Yes. Yes, yes. We, we should have mentioned the Halloween dances. We had... Okay, during middle school, it was, like, this weird thing where, like, the dances were, like, where the not popular kids would go. I don't know why yeah. it was like that, <laughs> but it was. Really? Yeah, and, like, none of the popular kids ever wanted to go to the dances or anything because they thought it was, like, for the weird kids or whatever, which, like, yeah, we had, like, it... fun at the dances. That's what we did. Yeah, um, it was... It was fun, because the weird kids were the only ones there, and yeah, that made uh, it fantastic. But, or, like, if if there were popular kids there, it was, like, the nice ones, you know? None of the, the popular kids, like, went to any of the dances until literally the last dance of eighth grade, like, the, the eighth grade graduation dance, where they had, like, they had, like, games and stuff. I think it was basically, like, casino-themed. Yeah. Um, and... I literally saw some of the popular kids there being like, why haven't we been going to these dances all this time? This is, like, really fun. And then it, like, totally flipped around in in high school. And it was, like, all the popular kids go to the dances and, like, nobody else does. We had a good thing going in middle school. Yeah. I, th- I think part of it is because, like, I feel like the high school dances were, like, kind of generic, if that makes sense. Well, they, yeah, like, no, played that's... into seams and stuff with the uh, the, the middle school ones. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, like, uh, I guess to peel behind, peel back the curtain a bit, and during seventh grade, I was in our sort of leadership class, uh, mm. and we were basically the ones who... Leadership didn't do much, let's be fair. The <laughs> mo- uh, their jobs were basically, 
approve <laughs> uh, spending bills, which have already been approved, mm-hmm. and run the student store, put mm-hmm. up some posters, advertising for stuff, uh, and make the decorations for the Halloween dance. Uh, yeah. Well, for all the dances. And yeah. so, like, everything that was put together was put together because a student actually wanted it to be there. And Yeah. Uh, but now we've, we've gotten off track. I was yes. a vending machine for Halloween in eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it was, it was quite, it's quite possibly like the favorite, uh, my favorite costume that I've ever made, uh, for mm. a Halloween costume, just because of the sheer ridiculousness of it. I took like a big cardboard box, spray painted it silver, uh, cut a whole bunch of, soda cans in half and use them as buttons uh, along the bottom of the machine. Uh, I couldn't see out of the box. I, I there was oh, no. like there was space for me to like poke my head out the top and to put my arms out of the box. But like I couldn't see when I was walking around in there. Audrey, uh, and those oh. dances were so dark. Yeah, it was very dark, uh, but I had a good time as the vending machine in the corner of the dance. Yes, yes. Um, I I also remember for uh, freshman year of high school, that was when I finally got really into Invader Zim. Yes. So, of course, for that year, I decided I had to be Gaz from Invader Zim. Um, and Incredible. Uh, eventually I, like, revamped that costume a little bit for, like, actual cosplay purposes, but technically speaking, like, I do consider that my first cosplay in a lot of ways, because with the Pinkie Pie one, like, that was, uh, that was, like, on a, you know, somebody just, like, throwing together a Halloween costume level, and I didn't even really know what cosplay was at that time, I think, um, but in freshman year, that was to the point where, like, I knew what it was, it was something I had interest in, but I didn't really, like, I didn't have friends that went to cons or anything at that time, so, but I, I made her a little skull necklace by, like, just cutting up a piece of cardboard and painting it, and so that was really bad, and I just had, like, a crappy Party City wig, which even when I, like, (laughs) did her again later, I didn't get a new wig, which I should have, um, maybe one day I'll, 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 do that again and I'll, I'll make it better but I still think it was cute and I still look back upon it fondly so yeah you guys like made a lot of your costumes as kids yeah, like. yeah for well the most part. I I collected mine I, like- I feel like I like collected bits and pieces and like put them together um I did get to a point though where I kind of just like I stopped being as into Halloween and I started just buying them or being like oh I have these things on hand so I guess this is what I'm gonna be for Halloween like senior year um I was regrettably almost into Harry Potter for a little bit um yeah so I uh, it's understandable so I had um a a like Slytherin uh, Quidditch jersey that I got from Hot Topic, which even though like fuck JK Rowling, that was still a really cool piece of merch because it was like a jersey and it had like Malfoy mm-hmm. on the back or whatever. And I had a blonde wig, but it was a long blonde wig. So I was like, whatever, I'm like gender bent Draco Malfoy. I'm trans, I can <laughs> reclaim it. Um, 
<laughs> so, uh, and like, nobody got it. Oof. Um, which is fair because literally it was just that and a wig, like, whatever. Yeah, there was there was a uh, one year in high school too, where I uh I got a costume of Robin, Robin, because it was inspired by Teen Titans, like the two thousand three cartoon, and I was like, fuck yes. I had a Raven yeah. Teen Titans costume in like second or third grade. But the thing is that I never made my costumes. They were always made for me because my mother was uh, dating this dude at the time oh. who liked sewing. And so he would make me like my own raven cloak and leotard. I think I still have the cloak or at least I had it up until like a few years ago because it was so oversized on me as a kid that it could still fit me as an adult. Yeah. But like, I never made a costume. It was always like, I'd be like, yeah, I want, I, I want to be this. And then like... A week or two later, I would have like a poodle skirt for the year that I wanted oh my to be God. from Greece. That's that's <laughs> sick, actually. I I know I know some people too who like they they just had like uh you know like seamstresses or you know tailors or whoever in their family, mm-hmm. and they would just get like cool Halloween costumes made by their parents every year. Yeah, I I think I was that asshole. <laughs> I would just show up Good. with like a really it was. Uh, the first year that something was made for me, it was actually really bad. It was like a Catwoman bodysuit, but it was so mm-hmm. like it, it felt like it felt awful. Like the texture was terrible, and it was super like baggy yeah. and everywhere. Yeah, and just like awful. But then every year after that, I had like the night I had the best homemade costume. He wanted to make up for it after the first time. <laughs> I think he just got better over time, and then he put that towards but, that. Well, but yeah, there's also that. I also think that um, the Catwoman bodysuit is really hard to work with. Yeah, because, yeah. I can imagine. You would really have to know somebody's measurements to make that work. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so what else do I have here? Um, I have Halloween decorating. Just because, like, I don't know, like, for, for, I guess it's more of a Christmas thing of, like, where decorating becomes, like, a whole deal and a whole tradition. But I feel like it can be that way with Halloween, too. At least for me, in, like, the past couple of years, I've gotten very much into, like, collecting Halloween decorations. And Audrey can attest to this. She took me to Spirit Halloween a while ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. After saying that she wouldn't and that she did not want to go to a Spirit Halloween and support their business. And then I had a really bad day and she, she saw Spirit Halloween while we were driving by it and she's like, you know what, fuck it. You're going to Spirit Halloween. Incredible. <laughs> this is very fun. We had a good time. We did. Um, I don't know, how are your guys's, like, how much do your families, or did your families decorate, you know? Yeah, so I actually have multiple stories for this category. Uh, I guess, like, to first address, like, family decorations. Uh, when, when my uh, family, like, first moved to the town where we live right now, we bought like a whole bunch of new Halloween decorations because we didn't keep any of them from where we lived before. Uh, just a couple like basic plastic shit that you get from Target. Uh, but we did get one high quality decoration. I say high quality because he was like 40 bucks at the time. He's probably worth a lot less now. Uh, but it is a like a one meter tall uh, skeleton with like working joints and stuff uh, 
and it was motion activated. So like what there was a little sensor in the null nasal cavity and when it sensed movement, uh, the little eye, it, the skeleton had eyeballs in its head. Uh, the eyes would bulge out and it opened its jaw and stick out a little tongue. Uh, and it would tell a really dumb joke like, uh, I'd go inside with you, but I don't have the guts. <laughs> Audrey. Get it? Because he's a skeleton. You you say that this would go for a lot less now. I think you're wrong. I think people are selling these for like $400 on eBay. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, his name was Wisecrack Jack, and oh. we still have him after, like, I think, uh, yeah, no, after 16 years, we still have him. He's still functional. Uh, still cracking jokes. Oh my god. Yeah, his voice box still works, too. It's incredible. Damn, we stand Wisecracking Jack. I think he's part of your family now. <laughs> Yeah, no. Legally speaking. Legally speaking. We would set him up in a whole bunch of different ways each year. Uh, One year we had him sitting in like a coffin that my dad made uh, out of wood. Uh, We had him like chained uh, by his wrist to like a a wall. So like a dungeon kind of setup. We had him... uh, One year we went for, like, a mad science lab kind of theme for our house decorations, outside at least. Mm -hmm. And we repurposed a hot dog cooking machine that I had made for a class project uh, in fifth grade. And turned it into some kind of, I don't remember, some kind of uh, weird science device. And we shoved him inside that. But I, uh, eventually we just ended up settling with putting a rope around his head and hanging him as hanging him with a noose. Oh my uh, God. Audrey, that's your brother. How dare you? <laughs> He's currently hanging by a noose outside right now. Problematic. God, rip. That's Wisecrack Jack. <laughs> uh, I, I love him. He's fantastic. If you loved him, you would take him down from that noose. <laughs> it's and put him back in the box? No, he you just give him, like, nine- a chair. You give him, like, a something okay. nice to sit on. Put him in his own throne. He deserves it. Maybe. Eventually. Just give him, like, a place of honor. Yeah. When the, when the work is done. I, okay, I was just reminded of, um... So this doesn't have to do with, like, my, my own house's Halloween decorations, but, um... I had a, like, family friend who we would go to uh, their house every year once we were done trick-or-treating for a Halloween party. They always had the most fantastic decorations, the whole inside decorated, the whole outside decorated, at least, like, inside for, like, you know, the the kitchen and the dining room and living room area, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but... They would have the whole outside decorated, too, and, you know, they'd still be getting, like, trick-or-treaters the whole time. Um, And so, one year, I don't totally remember what my Halloween costume was. Maybe it was the year I was dressed as Queen of Hearts, because I would have been, like, 12 or 13 at the time, and that was my other middle school Halloween costume. Um, There was this, like, empty chair that they had um, placed, like, kind of right by their, their walkway, 
Um, and, uh, the, the mom of this house let me sit there and pretend to be part of the decorations and scare people walking up the path. Oh my god. God, that's always so fun. That was, that was so much fun. I have something similar. Yes. Because my family never really did decorations. We moved around a lot, and when we moved, it was usually to, like, a new, a very new circumstance. Like, we moved from... Uh, a trailer behind a bar, which we obviously couldn't decorate because it was hidden behind a bar. No one was coming to us. We moved from there to, like, a friend's house where we didn't have any control over decorations. And we moved from there to, like, I don't know. I think it was my mom's ex's family's house. Like, we kept moving houses and we never really had a lot of power yeah. over the house itself. So we never really decorated. But I did get to help decorate at a haunted house. Like, a Halloween-style haunted house. Yeah, uh, it was like a thing for the Girl Scouts. It was like the girl, the Girl Scouts all went, and we all got to help at this fancy little fair. And I chose to work at the haunted house the whole time, which I wasn't supposed to do. I was supposed to help at multiple places, but I only cared about the haunted house. Obviously, um, <laughs> but the thing is that I found a way into the attic. Oh, where technically we weren't supposed to be, because the problem with the attic is that there was a hole in the floor. Oh, oh no. And there were also some, like, hidden away supplies up there. So what I did, like, half the time I was either, like, hiding in one of the, like, cells and then, like, standing up and going, boo. But the other half of the time I was literally dangling through a hole in the ceiling of the haunted house with a megaphone that I found. God! Delta! <laughs> there was no adult supervision. They couldn't stop me <laughs> until they knew How anything. How were you? But I did just, like... <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I would have been under 13. Jesus oh Christ. But I don't remember what, like, how old I was. I just remember that, like, <laughs> it was the it was the best time. It was, like, the three places, the two places you were supposed to be able to help was you were either supposed to sit in one of the cells and then, like, oh. say scary things to people. Or you were supposed to, like, do one of the things where you go under a table and then you stick your head out and you're underneath, a, you're all, like, it looks mm -hmm. like your head's on a platter. Yes. And then I was dangling from the ceiling. Fun. <laughs> like a with like I think a stranger's help, like a girl from another Girl Scout troop. Oh jeez. Was like making sure I didn't fall through. But we were not supposed to be there. God. Uh, I'm glad that So I was once a Halloween decoration. I'm glad that you made a friend who was willing to help you and make sure you did die. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. God. Okay. Oh my god. Well, uh, I have one more decoration-related story uh, if we, before we move on to the next okay. question. Okay. Uh, so, mm -hmm. Ash, you are probably aware of this boy. I am now going to regale the ballad of CSP. Oh my god, CSP. So, CSP... Uh, full name Caesar Sidonius Parmenides is... You fool, it stands for cart-stopping prices. It also stands for cart-stopping prices. Uh, CSP is a big plastic skeleton snake that I bought from Target. Mm. He is the love of my life. <laughs> uh, he's such a good boy. And he tragically passed away. Oh. Hell. Uh, the name came from, like, the advertisements that we would see when we were walking uh, through the store. There was, like, little 
There were a bunch of signs that said cart stopping prices, and so it became a meme. Yeah, there was a new there was a new slogan that Target was trying out. I guess it didn't it didn't it didn't take. But he he stopped your cart. We didn't have a cart. Yeah, we were just walking around the Target like you do. Unfortunately, but yeah, I I bought the big bony snake, took him with me, uh, and when I shipped off to college, I took CSB with me. In preparation for Halloween that year, it was my first time decorating for myself. Uh, in this new place that we lived, I put up like cobwebs, uh, like the cheap dollar store cobwebs that you get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up on like the ceiling, set them up over the gate. We had like a nice little lace spiderweb looking uh, tablecloth that I put over sort of like the little gate uh, in front of our apartment. And I also put CSP out there to sort of like be a nice coup de gras for the decorations and a couple days later we got a notice from the the apartment complex managers saying hey you can't put up halloween decorations here oh fuck you uh go to hell that's that should be illegal yeah so we were forced to take down everything fuck that which so I don't awful. understand why we weren't allowed to put up decorations because everyone was decorating their porch with something, be it like lights or potted plants or like a couple things yeah. straight over the side, surfboards or whatever. But I, I there were I wasn't obstructing anything. There wasn't a problem. I, Maybe I uh, guess... one of the people in charge was like one of those people who think that Halloween is satanic or pagan or whatever. Well, my thought was that like. That they were worried then that they were going to attract trick-or-treaters. Well, they didn't need to worry. Because uh, like, even with... Okay, we did not have any decorations by the time Halloween actually rolled around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one group of trick-or-treaters. Oh. And that was it. But, like, I took down all the decorations except CSP. Caesar Sidonius Parmenides was going to sit on that porch for the duration of Halloween, and he was going to stay there, and I wasn't budging. (laughs) November 1st. I walk outside as I'm grabbing my things to go to class, and CSP is gone. Did he run away? He's a... He's a... He's a plastic skeleton snake, Delta. He can't run away. He can't move. Did he escape? <laughs> he was gone. To this day, I still don't know what happened. He was kidnapped. For... He was that's probably kidnapped. What, that's what had to have happened. Someone kidnapped him. I, I'm still frustrated <laughs> by it to this day. Of course. Uh, you lost the love of your life. You're a widow now. Yeah. yeah. It fucking sucks. Uh, I mean, like, the following Halloween, I got, like, another smaller skeleton snake that I named Jigglybones because the structural integrity of its joints was a little... <laughs> a little less, jiggly? A little jiggly. But also that year, me and my roommates pooled our money together to get, like, a really nice uh, person-length skeleton, like, one that uh one that looks like it could actually be a human's except it's plastic. Incredible. Uh, and following with the name scheme, 
uh, of just naming the skeletons with letters, we named it JCG. One of our roommates uh, had left the previous year to because uh, he graduated a year early. Uh, he had a during like the last month that he was with us uh, in in college, he got a girlfriend. Uh, and we only met her once, so we didn't have a name reference for her. So we just called her Jonah's Christian girlfriend, because the only detail we knew about her was that she was Christian. Uh, Incredible. So therefore, JCG. Yes. So we named the skeleton after Jonah's Christian girlfriend, JCG. Incredible. Uh, Eventually, we called the skeleton JCG, as in, like, J A C E Y G. Uh, so she has her own name distinct from Jonah's Christian girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we've just, we've had her since then. Uh, I think one of my roommates now has full custody of her uh, after <laughs> our group split apart, after we all graduated. And she's still living the high life. Uh, I just got a picture from my roommate who has her like a couple days ago and she's living the life. She's doing great. Good for her. So yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my history with, uh, plastic skeletons. I have a plastic skeleton, but it's not a Halloween decoration. It's a possibly magic keychain. Oh no. Um, we threw it out and then it appeared in my bag again. Delta, that's the start of a horror movie. That's Yeah, but it happened like six or seven years ago, so it's probably fine by now. Yeah, I mean, I've I never seen... I just don't throw seen... them out again and we're fine. I've never seen the Annabelle movies, but I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> how they work. Well, it was just like, it was just like this yellow, little yellow skeleton uh-huh. keychain. And my friend, my friend Toby at the time had this really weird trait where stuff just disappeared or reappeared around him. Like his phone disappeared and like even though we called it multiple times and we emptied out his bag and like it never picked up and never like got answered or anything it just disappeared and then he found it in his bag the next day and it didn't get any of the calls it didn't get any of the messages mm. uh it hadn't been touched in any way it had like nothing had been altered in any way we had emptied the bag it was just there he just kept like that happened but with everything like he would just have stuff disappear and then reappear as if it was in a void and Delta. we were all pretty sure that the skeleton was another one of his, like, unintentional tricks. <laughs> Delta, um... We never knew. I I regret to inform you that, um, that was not your friend. That was the demon from Paranormal Activity. It's fun. I lived with him for a couple years and nothing happened. Are you sure about that? Did you set up cameras to watch you while you sleep? I did not set up cameras, but I did, uh... I mean, he only ever disappeared one of my things for a few months, and it did happen. It did like reappear when we moved out, so it was fine. Like nothing bad ever happened. I don't think he's a demon. Okay. I think he may be just as some sort of unknow- unknowable supernatural thing. Well, I'm- he's just he's just cursed. He, I he say, might be a little look, cursed. I say but that, not because- even that inconveniently. Look, I say that because the demon from Paranormal Activity is named Toby. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe then. It's probably fine. But I do have it's a little plastic fine. skeleton that I still have that I, like, found when I was moving last week. And I was like, oh, hey, it's that guy again. 
<laughs> oh, lovely. It's my little guy. It's Always my little guy who will never leave good me. Good old plastic skeleton who never leaves your side. So, uh, how about trick-or-treating, y'all? How are our feelings about that? I love it. Treat. I wish I could still do it. I know. I had, I, I, I hated trick or treating by myself. I always went with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And so yeah. every Halloween, there was also like it didn't matter what friend group I was with. I always insisted we do this little ritual, where we all just like organize our candy and then we trade off whatever we didn't want. Yeah. And Absolutely. So, like one year, I think my senior year of high school. I managed to go trick-or-treating with a bunch of popular kids in, like, military housing. So houses are, like, a foot apart, and everybody's right. wealthy enough that they can afford a ton of candy. Uh, and I think I left, like, I was bribing people with candy. I was, like, trading up. I'm pretty sure I left that with, like, maybe $100-plus dollars worth of good candy. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, like I said, my experience with trick-or-treating was that we'd go trick-or-treating, and then we'd end at my my friend's house and we'd have uh like a halloween party there um so i went uh trick-or-treating with it was me and my brother and then it was the group of kids that like all of our moms were friends and they would like take us to the park once a week and we would like all hang out after school at the park Mm -hmm. we would all go and we'd go trick-or-treating and we'd steal the cool houses and stuff and then we would end at the the Halloween party, and they were always playing Nightmare Before Christmas. Why? I don't know. Um, but every every year, Nightmare Before Christmas. I guess because it's just the most obvious kid friendly Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, and we would we would do the thing that you do, where we all would dump out our candy on the floor, and we would all do the candy trading process. So one thing I want to know is what was everybody's. Like, what was the lowest tier candies? Okay. Uh, I, I'm kind of an, I wouldn't say anomaly, but like. You were the kid who would take the candies people didn't want because you liked them. I, I liked the candies people didn't like. Yeah. And also, always like a solid third of my bag was just, hey, if I eat this, I'm going to die because it has nuts in it. Oh, yeah, that's fair. So I had a lot of spending candy that I could Ooh, use yeah. to trade other people. Uh, and I was a bit more niche in my taste, so mm-hmm. I got the stuff no one wanted. Yeah, that, that's a good place to be in, honestly. I never thought about that. Yeah, my in my group, it was always like the... Um, like, the Almond Joys were always bottom tier, which sucks now, because now I love Almond Joys. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck was wrong with Kid Me? Um, God, take my Almond Joys. Your taste buds changed. Your taste buds changed. It's fine. Yeah, and then also, and this one I stick by, because they're absolute shit, um, is, like, the, the fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls, like... Okay. Yeah. Also, the, the... Okay, but the vanilla one's the most, so that's not a fruit, but, like, the vanilla ones were the worst. The okay, okay, okay. Hold on here. Are we gonna have to fight in this house right now? No. I'm just saying. Vanilla Tootsie Roll is better than the normal Tootsie Roll. Uh, Look on it. Well, here's what I'm gonna say about the normal Tootsie Roll. Also, shit. Did not realize it as a kid, but they're all bad. (laughs) 
we have differing opinions. It's the texture, okay? It's the texture. It's just not, it's not good. I don't want, like, it doesn't even taste like chocolate. It tastes like, it tastes like if you put, like, if you, like, watered down hot cocoa, like, a lot. Like, if you put a little bit of chocolate sauce in some water, like, okay. that's not good. I can agree with that. It's Thank not good. you. I don't. To, to be fair, I don't enjoy most candy. What the, what candy I do enjoy, I will eat nonstop. I can, I have a bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups that are supposed to make it to Halloween just in case I get trick-or-treaters. They're not gonna. <laughs> um, so most of my candies were, most of the candy that I got at Halloween was bad candy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not care for Tootsie Rolls. There was something about them that, like, like I didn't care for the texture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it felt like if you took, like, saltwater taffy and then took out the saltwater part of it, so you yeah. just had some sort of awful taffy mm-hmm. with, like, limited flavoring. Yeah, you know Like, what? I wouldn't even say, it was, it was like, it was like chocolate a bit to the left. Uh-huh. Like, it was just not chocolate, but I couldn't tell you what else it was. Yeah. You know what the other worst thing was? And I, this, this isn't really like a, like a candy necessarily. Um, but you know, there would always be somebody in your town who would like hand out something that like wasn't candy because they were like health freaks or whatever. Um, and this, this wasn't even. Or religious. Yeah, this wasn't even necessarily that. It was just somebody who thought that they were like, I don't know, like clever, like the mom who makes like fruit pizza or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> there was somebody in our town who would make like uh like popcorn balls for Halloween and it's like I don't want this. This is not what I came here for. Give me the fucking candy. Uh, a popcorn ball does sound nice, but Yeah, like... but then like it, it sounds nice, but then in in reality when you have it in the middle of a big thing of candy, you're like what am I supposed yeah. to do with this? That's just gonna fall. It's just gonna roll around and break apart. Well, they put it. They put it. They put it. Oh well, yeah. They did put it in a little bag. But yeah, that was you know that's usually what happened is it would start to break apart and whatever. And also, I just remember them not really being that good. And they would usually end up getting stale because I wouldn't want to eat them right away. Yeah. Yeah. We usually had people who would give out like the religious pamphlets, like the really like awful. Awful you ones. got religious pamphlets for Halloween. I mean, only sometimes. It really like depended where uh, you were. Mm-hmm, but there God. were there were sometimes those people who had like the little like Jack Chick tracks or whatever. Oh, uh, so I I wouldn't even. I usually didn't even look at them. I mm-hmm. think the first time that I actually read one was when I was like an adult with a job who got them from customers. Oh my but, God. Uh, okay, which, uh, even worse. But uh, from... we also had people who gave out just like bags of pretzels. And, like, I love pretzels. It's not candy. Uh, yeah. And, no. You know what's worse than that? The little bags of colored goldfish. Oh, yeah. I remember getting those. Disgusting. Yeah. I'd like, bad I, I like goldfish. Bad at the best of days. I, I like There's goldfish, some... but I don't want those for Halloween. They're, I, I like know. regular I... goldfish. There's something about colored goldfish I just do not care for. Yeah, no, there's something about colored goldfish that makes them both look and taste terrible compared to standard goldfish. Fuck you guys, I mm-hmm. like the colored goldfish. Okay. They make me they're happy. They're not even goldfish anymore. They make me happy because they're different colors and I can look at them and it makes me feel happy. I mean, you can look at them, yeah, but... And then I taste them look and at they, anything they and taste happy. just like regular goldfish. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? They don't. They taste different. 
I think there's like food coloring or something because well, they yeah. definitely taste different. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna blindfold you guys and feed you both goldfish and regular goldfish, <laughs> and then we'll see who's laughing. You can't this, feed this me is goldfish. Like, this is like your saw trap for us. You're well, just my, gonna like well, my, my saw, drug my us saw and, trap put, and blindfold for... us and put yeah. us in a warehouse. Okay, well, my saw trap for Audrey is exactly this, but with fries from different fast food restaurants. <laughs> God, ah, I I hate that. Okay, because she do, she says over and over again that McDonald's fries are the worst, and she hates them. Um, they but are. She's wrong. Audrey. She's wrong, and I think that if she tried them blindfolded and not knowing they were McDonald's fries, I think that she would like them. And if she doesn't, then um, she's getting reverse bear trapped. A blindfold McDonald's. won't help you. <laughs> I can smell them. They have a distinct odor that smells of. Yeah, but if they're mixed with a despair. bunch of other fries, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to spell it. Smell yeah, it that well, much. bitch, we'll but see. McDonald's are the second best fries anyway, so I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, bitch, we'll see when I have you trapped in my basement. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We live in California. There are no basements. Okay, so well, so what's the best candy then? Reese's cups, but specifically the um. The Halloween like pumpkin ones now, because they use a higher quality ooh, peanut butter. Delta, we we have. Are we about to have an argument about this? We have to. I di- just realized we, what I said. We have to discuss it at least. We have to put it out there in the open. Um, and I will say Reese's cups. Yes, I I will say this at least. I forgot to send you it, but I did see somebody on TikTok the other day pronounce it as Reese's. Yeah, which is the first that's time how we pronounce it's it. It's the first time I've ever heard anybody but you do it, and so I'm just saying, everyone I've ever heard on the East Coast says it. Yeah, everyone on the West Coast insists that it's something different. Okay, I and we started it. Philadelphia owned that baby. We have did. Okay, <laughs> be that okay, as but it like, may. The I- be that as it may. I see Reese's Cups commercials all the time. They always pronounce it Reese's. And I think if it was pronounced Reese's, there would be a second E or there would be an I in there at the, um, the second E, um, like the, you know, near the end. Yeah, I think you're wrong on this one, Delta. I've never, like, until I started talking to people from the West Coast, I've never heard someone pronounce it Reese's. Well, it's because it just we're sounds right. wrong to me. I'm sorry that you all have that misconception. Well, it's not a misconception because I see the commercials every damn day on my TV and they say Reese's Cups. The commercials can also be wrong. They're made by the company, Delta. That means nothing. That means... Because somebody made that decision. It means everything. You know what? You know what? Okay. Fuck. We're settling this right now. (laughs) It's happening on the podcast. Oh, God. Okay. We're settling this now. How about is Reese's, Reese's, Reese's pronounced? I I found it right here, and it is Reese's. If you Google it, if you Google how is Reese's pronounced? Since hold on, I'm googling this. it. Since Reese's is pronounced after the man himself, and they're his peanut butter cups, the correct pronunciation, the correct pronunciation is in fact Reese's instead of Reese's. Hmm. I don't it's care got a, it's got an apostrophe. I don't give a shit. It's Reese's cups. Well, at least you know you're wrong okay. now. Also, also I disagree. The, ob- the obvious thing to point out: Reese's pieces. You literally you pieces. you literally think it's just pronounced Reese's pieces? Like, 
Reese's Pieces. It's supposed to rhyme, Delta. It's an argument that's divided our country, gone on for decades, and has broken even up friendships. What's the best way to pronounce Reese's? It It is is not. It seems like it's actually like a regional thing. Yeah, I mean, I kind of assume that from like everything we've said about it. But like, I just want, I I just want you and I want everybody to know that I'm on the right side of history here. (laughs) And one day, one day when the peanut butter revolution comes. You'll be sentenced to death. All right, all right. The world. When the peanut butter revolution comes, are you going to pronounce it Jif? <laughs> or Gif? How do you pronounce it, Delta? We're moving on. How do you pronounce it? We're moving on. I want on. you to imagine that, like, that, like, meme where somebody's, like, reaching for your throat. That's me right now. That's me. I need to know how you pronounce it now. I pronounce it Jif because it starts with a fucking J. I'm, talk- I'm actually talking about uh, the moving Oh, the uh, moving image. Uh, the moving I call those fucking gifts and fuck the dude who made them who says that they're called gifs. No, that's the fucking peanut butter, babe. And yet, yeah, you're going to a- complain about Reese's and Reese's. Okay, okay. Because that's just some, that's just some dipshit who named the thing and then he's like, that's just a little baby fuckboy. You mean like boy. the dipshit I don't- Reese who made Reese's That's the whole cups? company. I don't give a okay. shit about the one-ass dude who made it when everybody else says that he's wrong. Look, there's a difference between the instance with GIF where it's one guy who came up with the name and then decided, hey, I want it to be pronounced this way and the world said fuck that. And The world did not say fuck named- that. We still argue that to this day. No, we don't. And a dude who named his candy company after his last name, which was something that was already given to him ages ago and was already established as Reese's. Okay, There's but what's a the difference big here? difference. Anyways, what is the difference? Reese's has a lot more historical precedence for being Reese's. <laughs> the rich history of Reese's peanut butter cups. Brought to you by Fearbliss, the horror podcast. I think that this, this, I mean, I think this is horrific in a way. The horror is that y'all pronounce it Reese's. Fuck you. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. But uh, it's Reese's or um, Junior Mints, those little okay, boxes yeah. that sometimes people give out. Yeah. Or, um... I don't. I, Snickers are okay. They're not my favorite, but they are one of like a very good candy. I I'm tr- struggling to f- to remember like what my favorite was when I was a kid. I feel like I probably got excited about like peanut M and M's and like Sour Patch Kids. I I don't think I ever got anything but like plain M and M's or. God, you guys would be great to sell candy to. What What do you mean? I mean, for, like, for childhood Audrey giving away her nut candy Yeah, well, I also said Sour Patch Kids, so you, I mean, I do you want to keep those? Oh, absolutely. Audrey, little Audrey was always after the sour shit. I would have given you all of mine. I think, I don't think I said much about worst candy, but the worst candy was those little, like, like, sour heads or whatever it was with the dude making the, like, peppered mouth. Oh, yes. Or just, like, a ball. Delta, I will take all your warheads. Except the lemon ones. Audrey, you can have the lemon ones. Audrey will take the lemon ones. Mm Mm-hmm. I hated those so much. It was, like, my biggest disappointment. I was like, that could have been a good candy. (laughs) No, I definitely got excited about those as a kid. Oh, my God. I sold them. I sold them to other kids in exchange for, like, Hershey bars. Um, 
All right. Also, uh, we 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 gotta talk about them Halloween parties though, because I already I already discussed um my experience at my my friend's yearly Halloween party, um which the one thing I didn't mention about that is that um some years, um they would have like edible bugs, like they would have like crickets or whatever. Um, oh, like the. Like the little candied uh, cricket thing, uh, lollipop kind of deal? No, 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 not that. Um, no? They would have it, they would have, like, just individual crickets on a stick, like, salted, basically. Oh. Um, I should I should probably mention that this family was, like, pretty rich. Like, a, 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 like okay. a pretty well-off, like, uh, family of ours. The family was Latino. Um, the mom every year would be going, like, she would be, like, Elvira or, like, Morticia Adams. Like, those were her vibes. Loved her. Great lady. Super fun. And, uh, yeah, I think there was a year where her and her husband were Morticia Adams and, and Gomez. Um, which, Fantastic. like, perfect. Totally suited them. Um, but yeah, I, I remember when I was like 13 or so, probably younger actually, um, uh, they convinced me to, to try and eat, uh, the, the crickets. And, uh, yeah, those are some salty little boys. Weren't bad though. Cool. I, I, I always found like the candy insect stuff terrifying. Yeah. I would not try that. Yeah. I was always afraid that like. Especially with, like, yeah, the little, uh, candied cricket lollipop deal. Once you, like, gotten down to the cricket, it would start moving around and jump away. Uh. I I would never do one of the ones in the lollipops. To be fair. I don't think, if you're gonna do edible bugs, they should not be sweet. I think, if you're gonna do edible bugs, those need to be savory little fuckers, okay? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. I mean, uh, like, to be fair, uh, it's, if you're going to be eating, it's probably going to be, in terms of flavor profile, uh, most similar to, like, shellfish. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember exactly what they taste take, like. I mean, they were pretty small. Yeah, like a cricket shouldn't taste that much. It's just a much crunchier, has less meat on it version of a lobster. <laughs> I never want to hear you say that ever again. What? No. Real bad. So. Arthropods are arthropods. I don't know what to tell you. So, did you guys ever have Halloween parties or what? Uh, I, I used to go, I think I attended like a couple of the ones that, uh, our friend Alyssa used to Mm. hold, uh, every year. She's her family was like super into Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would hold big parties there uh, every year. I only went to a couple of them, I think, uh, because like when I did go there, I did not recognize literally anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's mostly like Alyssa's parents inviting their friends uh, and their kids, uh, as well as like Alyssa's brother inviting his yeah, friends yeah. too so like when i do get there it's like oh there's yeah uh there's a couple people i know from school uh people here there are there are there are some people here but for the most part it's 
there's like 50 other people yeah. and I have no clue who they are. Uh, but it was always fun because they had like a couple games set up. They had like bobbing for apples mm-hmm. uh, and all that. Like there were a couple to other mini games. There was always like uh, a treasure hunt mystery that they have every year. as kind of like a hollow a Halloween ARG. Uh, I feel like I might have went to this one year. Yeah. At some point. I, I think you were there one year. I I, I don't remember yeah. when. Uh, but no, it was, it was always lots yeah. of fun. And then uh, when we got older, we had our, our anime club Halloween parties in high school. Yes. With the Weeb Team Supreme. Yes. Um, that was, that just made me remember what my last... A uh, uh, high school Halloween costume was that I hadn't mentioned um, was I was Gudetama one year. That should be my favorite, obviously. That was just a Gudetama hey. Kigurumi, <laughs> and now I'm obsessed with Gudetama. That, like, I love him. I love it. Egg boy. Well, just egg. We need to stop misgendering Gudetama. Egg. Egg, egg child. Just egg. egg. It, it's pronouns. But yeah, we would... We would do our anime club Halloween parties. I don't really remember what we did other than one year we watched Monster House. Like, that's the only, like, Halloween-related activity I can think of. I think, like, we'd usually uh, shove on, like, a a different, like, Halloween-themed movie every year. I remember Uh, the the year that we did Monster House, it was actually, like, one part of the group wanted to watch Monster House, and the other part of the group wanted to watch, I think, Gremlins 2. So we, like, split up. Yeah. We had one, we had one TV running in one room, the other TV running in the other room. Uh, Everyone usually brought snaps. Mm -hmm. Uh, I... I think that's when I started, like, busting out the old uh, seven-layer dip Yes, that I used to make all the time. Mm-hmm. Your famous Halloween seven-layer dip. Yes, usually with, like, usually it's arranged so that, like, the cheese, the cheese on the top layer is in the shape of, like, a pumpkin or a ghost. Uh, just something nice and simple as, like, a finishing touch for the... Perfect. Yeah. For the dip. It's always fun. Um, I do also remember one year we played until dawn at the party. Yes. Which we didn't finish because it's a very long game. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we had fun with that. Um, otherwise we usually just kind of did like normal party stuff that we usually did and everybody was in costumes. So yeah, it was fun. Nice, simple, easy fun. Uh, almost... Almost every year, uh, I just did trick-or-treating. I love trick-or-treating. I never wanted to go to a party mm. if I could get candy somewhere else yeah. instead. But uh, I loved the gamble of going out and getting candy. But there was one year, there there was a Halloween-ish party that just wasn't on Halloween, so I could do both. Ooh, yeah. Fun. But it wasn't exactly a Halloween party. It was just, like, in October, and it was a horror theme because it was all based on the movie Clue. Ooh. And I've told oh. you about this before, Ash. Yes, you have. But it was like my mother, my mother, and a ton of her friends all dressed up as different characters from the movie Clue, not just the game, but specifically the movie. And so I was Mrs. White, and my mother, it was like the one time that my mother encouraged me to take like really creepy pictures of me like holding knives or a wrench or whatever, like whatever weapons we could find from the game. But um, it was it was really fun. I remember like there was one dude there who was just like, this giant dude, he didn't have a costume, so we threw on, like, the cheapest maid outfit 
just like really like scratchy, just had like this really scratchy maid outfit. We were like, put this on. You're now you're now the maid from the movie. Perfect. I forget, is that? I forget what her name is. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that was that was like my one Halloween party experience. It was really fun, even though everyone there was like two decades older than me or whatever. Uh, I like I liked uh being able to dress as the Black Widow from the Clue movie, who I super loved. I I was a big fan of the Clue movie, as you should be. But, uh, as I it's should a good be. movie. It's a good movie. I think we watched it. We played some games. We took like a big group photo that we then like edited so that there was like a spooky manner behind us with the words Clue or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was fun. That was just my one my one Halloween party experience. Okay, and the the last thing that I have written down is. And you can either give one that you've you've already said, or if you just have something that you you haven't told yet that you want to fit in here, you can. But what is your like ultimate Halloween memory? Either your favorite one, or like the most <laughs> formative experience, or just the wildest story, whatever. I have like, I think it's like the sweetest one in the world. Okay. My mom had just started dating somebody. And I didn't know her very well. But later she would move on to be my stepmom. Um, but at the time I didn't know her very well. But I, that was the year that swine flu was everywhere. Like everybody was getting sick. They were mm-hmm. like, it's a pandemic. Very different now. But at the time <laughs> everyone was like, it's a big pandemic. It's terrifying. We all need to stay indoors. Nothing compared to this. But I got it. I was very sick. My mother was vegan that year, and that was the like the year that we weren't living with a friend. So she was like, "No meat in the house," and so I like almost never ate meat, and my immune system was so ruined that year because I I was autistic. I couldn't eat a lot of different things, yeah. and so I would only ever be able to eat what I got at school. And then I would come home and I would eat like plain pasta or something. Like I was just mm-hmm. my my health was ruined that year, and it was so bad that I caught the swine flu from who knows where. And I got it just in time for Halloween. Mm. So I missed trick-or-treating. And it was sucked because that was the year that I, like, I that was, like, I think my first time that I bought in a Halloween costume. And it was a, this really cute derby girl costume. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to wear it and go trick-or-treating with my friends. Uh, and instead, I had to wear it inside the house and then wave to my friends through a glass door as they trick-or-treated outside. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. It's the saddest thing. But the person that my mother was dating was really nice. And, like, I didn't know her very well. But, like, after I had recovered, my my mom was like, okay, we're going to go over to, uh, we're going to go over to her house. And I was like, okay. And so we went over to her house. And my mom was like, there's a surprise for you. And I was like, okay. Because I really needed something to cheer me up after missing Halloween, my favorite holiday ever. Um, And so... The person who would later become my stepmom really loved Legos. And so she had made these little movable Lego houses. Not like you could, like, not take them apart, but, like, bits of them would, like, twist and turn. And if you open them right, there was a little hole in the center that was filled with candy. So she had made a ton of little Lego houses as little puzzles for me so that I could go trick-or-treating. so cute it was the nicest thing i think anyone that my mother's ever dated had done for me it was like at the time 
at the time it was just like, oh, someone that my mom is dating. And after that, I was like, this is my favorite person in the world. It was like, there wasn't a lot of candy, but it was just so nice to like figure out all the puzzles and like she'd help if I got stuck on something and I couldn't get it open. And like, eventually I just had like a little, little bit of candy and I had a really nice memory. Oh, oh God, my heart. That's very So that made up for missing trick-or-treating. I'm I'm so happy. Oh, that's so heartwarming. <laughs> I'm about I'm about to uh, interrupt it with something entirely different. Oh, good. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. So here's a time I nearly died. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I I think it was like sixth grade. Uh, I don't remember. I was dressed up as Pikachu for Halloween. Uh, it was, like, the first year that I was allowed to go trick-or-treating with my friends without adult supervision, so I was fucking stoked. My, uh, I think I was with a uh, couple, of, couple of our friends at the time, a couple of uh, Ash and I's mutual friends at the time. We were running, we were, we were, we were walking, we were walking down uh, the road, there weren't any houses on either side, it was, like, one of the long stretches where it's just fence in road, uh, and I wanted to run ahead to the next house. Uh, so I started running ahead, I went real fast, and I tripped on, like, a crack in the sidewalk, and I fell, and I ate shit onto the asphalt, uh, in just a moment after that, a car came run- came driving right past uh, and nearly hit me. Uh, Yikes. It, it missed. Obviously. It missed, so I was okay. Uh, I got up and I was like, okay, well, let's keep going. Let's keep get. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep, let's get those, let's get that candy. You know, like kids do. So yeah, like, yeah, as kids do. So yeah, that's that's the story of how I ate shit and nearly died during trick or treating. It was very fun. I I look back at that memory fondly. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> lived. It's... Yeah, I'm real glad you lived. Fuck. <laughs> so, uh, my story is, and Audrey was there for this about the time that we went to the corn maze with our anime club friends. Yes. God. I I have That was that was a disaster. I have so many memories saved from this day. Um so we we split up into like I think two different groups to start. Um because uh two of our our friends in the group kind of had like a uh they were like best friends, but they also had like a jokey like rivalry oh we hate each other thing going, you know. Um, mm-hmm. like high yeah. schoolers do. As you do. Um, so we split up into two groups, um, quote-unquote led by them, except th- th- they weren't, because almost as soon as we left for in opposite directions, um, our friend Chris, who was supposed to be our leader, uh, ran off with our friend Mallow, and we were like, god damn it. Fucking piece of shit, Chris. Right? Yeah. So, I I was very angry at Chris when I saw them again. And I was probably, like, cussing the whole time. Audrey was there during this this whole thing. 
So it was like mm-hmm. the two of us and was Nat with us? Uh, I'm trying to remember who the other person was with us. I don't think it was Nat. I think it was probably somebody else. Um, uh, we ended up meeting up with the other group eventually. Um, I remember one of our friends, Nick, found uh, a, a little area where the, the corn maze was thin enough that you could just, like, he could just, like, pop out of it from one side and come back in at a later point um, and just, like, freak all of us out. I think you tried that too, Audrey. Um, almost yeah. killed you for it. It was just, it was a wild time. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, up until, like, I think, okay, we did, we got hopelessly yes. lost during the corn maze. I think, like, was that, was that the year that we had, uh, to get help to get yes. out? Okay, that was the year that one of the people working the corn maze had to escort us out. Because yeah. we had gotten too hopelessly lost. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun time. Yeah, it was very fun. But yeah, so that's that's my my top Halloween memory is getting lost in the corn maze, getting too lost in the corn sauce. I, I guess I should clarify: me eating shit uh, and nearly dying is not my favorite memory. I just don't have a favorite memory. It's just and one that... on my list that I wanted to mention because it's wow. It's just distinctive. Yes. It's it's just distinctive. It's, it's the ultimate Halloween memory in the fact that it was formulaic for you. Um, and it has changed your mind forever, and you will never be the same after that moment. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Fear Bliss. Yeah. So guys, yeah. where can people find you? Literally or figuratively. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like, this is normally the podcast, part of the podcast where we sort of plug where we can be found on social media or whatever. Uh, as I've reiterated on my part of my intros before you cannot find me anywhere on the internet you can find me hiding in the dumpster of your local denny's and that's about it yeah how uh, about how about you delta do you have anything you want to plug uh i've got a twitter also at Psy delta um don't really use it for much but i don't know if you wanted to find me there uh Otherwise, I'm somewhere in South Jersey. Hunt me down, motherfuckers. <laughs> You're the Jersey Devil now. I'm the, that's my dad. I'm a, I'm like a I'm like a Monster High kid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love that. Okay, yeah, and okay. and you can find me on basically all socials at Silky Wishes. Um, the, the specifics of that are in the description that all the episode descriptions, the podcast descriptions, sometimes it's got a dash, sometimes it's got an underscore, sometimes it's just all one word. You can figure it out. I believe in you. So yeah, ho- Halloween yeah, time, that was... baby. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. Go get, get your candy, motherfuckers. Bye-bye. Do we have a proper... Do we have a no, proper we intro don't. for this yet? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs>